Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dad Sense. I am your host, Jason Fuchs, Managing Director of SagePath Financial Advisors. I am so glad you all are here. Welcome to the monthly market update. We're going to be talking about the month of December. And I'll tell you what, let's jump right into it, shall we? <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to 2023. I'm sure all of us are happy to see 2022 in the rearview mirror. Looking back, it was a challenging year, to say the least. <laughs> Not only for the markets, but also for all of our wallets. As inflation hit highs, we have not seen since the 1980s, ladies and gentlemen. Undoubtedly, we are all hoping for a more upward-trending financial outlook for the next 12 months. So here's to hoping 2023 is going to be a little bit more positive than what we saw in 2022. So what happened exactly? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am so glad you asked. <laughs> Markets, they started their slide early in 2022. Tensions began to rise with Russia, Ukraine, and the conflict really started coming to light. After Russia's invasion in late February, we saw the beginning of a supply chain crisis. And by March, the Fed, they began implementing a series of interest rate hikes. And the idea was they were trying to ease inflation. And prices in just about everything rose sharply. We're talking from housing to gasoline to grocery store staples, all of the above. Mid-year, investors, they digested all of these developments and the markets plunged. And then they rebounded, then they fell, then they rose, then they fell. <laughs> it's kind of like a yo-yo, <laughs> but not as entertaining, if you will. Ugh. It was a nausea-induced roller coaster ride through the end of the year. Ladies and gentlemen, I love roller coasters. I mean, I'm a skydiver. <laughs> but this roller coaster was not enjoyable. Nine... Of 11 U.S. equity benchmarks ended the year in the red. And that was the worst we've seen since 2008. I think many of us remember what happened in 2008. And we're still waiting to see if that better late than never Santa Claus rally materializes. It's going to be important in the coming weeks to see how the numbers look for employment data and manufacturing and, and also the service sectors. Following that downward end to 2022, wouldn't it be a relief to see a softer landing as we start 2023? I, I, I think so. So let's talk more. So let's talk in more detail about December's market and economy. And we'll start with stocks. The market rally that was taking place in the first two months of the fourth quarter it died out in December. Womp, womp, womp. Yep, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> and for the month of December, the S&P 500, it returned negative 5.76%, which brought its annual losses, yearly losses, to negative 18.11%. And the sell-off was led by <laughs> growthier, if that's even a word, technology stocks. The NASDAQ returned negative 9.01%, for the fourth quarter. And the NASDAQ tends to be composed of 
those growthier, <laughs> I kind of like that word, technology stocks. The value-oriented Dow Jones, it fared a little better, only showing losses of negative 4.09% for the fourth quarter. Now, unfortunately, the fourth quarter brought investors back to the cheerless reality of a negative year for equity markets. And that's all across the board, ladies and gentlemen. Sector-wise, well, all 11 sectors of the economy were negative in the fourth quarter. Even the most conservative of those sectors, utilities, it, it couldn't squeak out a positive gain, returning negative 0.53% for the fourth quarter. So almost flat. What about bonds? The FOMC raised the federal funds target rate by 50 basis points. And that is a well-telegraphed downshift from the previous four consecutive rate hikes that were 75 basis points. So that target band is now 4.25% to 4.5%. And markets, they largely anticipated they move. They viewed it as a start of an eventual shift to even smaller future rate hikes and hopefully subsequent pauses. And that would be great for the market. The two most recent releases of inflation data were lower than expected. And market participants, they're now leaning in the direction of a more positive inflationary and rate environment. Yields, they are still on the rise. And it should come at no surprise to any of you that the Bloomberg U.S. Aggregate Bond Index, it settled down negative 0.45% for the month. And it actually finished down negative 13.01% for the year. Let's talk about the economy. Well, you know, 2023 may be based on how well the consumer can hold up. Consumer spending accounts for 70% of U.S. economic activity. A contrarian indicator in our favor is the University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Index. That index, it's been below 60 for seven consecutive months, and that is the longest run of an extreme negative sentiment that we've seen. And the data goes all the way back to 1952. The prior record was four straight months during the 1980 recession. And a very negative reading, it typically could signal a turnaround in sentiment. And this might signal a turnaround in the equity markets. We just don't know. However, we've seen credit card balances in the U.S. increase about 15% over the past year. And that is the biggest jump since the 2001 recession. Savings rates, they've fallen to their lowest levels since 2008 and 2009. Therefore, it's going to be very, very, very important to watch how the consumer navigates the first few months of 2023. So what can we take away from all of this? Well, job creation, it's provided a respite from the dreary economic data in the recent months, but that is actually expected to change in 2023. Nearly 125,000 employees have lost their jobs since June of 2022, as more than 120 companies announced layoffs, and that's according to Forbes. Under the baseline scenario, 
Moody's expects the U.S. unemployment rate to actually rise from 3.7%, and that's as of November 30th, 2022, to 5% by November 2023. And there's so much negative news. With all of this negative news you all are seeing, it's natural for you. It's natural for investors to consider trying to time the markets with their investments. But this short-term view, it can prove costly in our opinion. I mean, since 1928, the S&P 500, it's only fallen for two straight years on four occasions. The Great Depression, World War II, we had the oil crisis of the 1970s, and then the burst of the dot-com bubble, and all of that according to Bloomberg. And we expect the start of the year to have its share of difficulties, but we are more optimistic about the second half of the year. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and wrap this up. As always, we are here for you. If you have concerns about current economic conditions, questions about the financial outlook for 2023, or if you want to chat about changes in your situation, give us a call. 904-366-9388. You can also head to www.sagepathfa.com. There's a link to my calendar. Schedule time with me. I'd be happy to chat with you. I'd be happy to help. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We appreciate you. Be well. Otherwise known as Old Saint Sage Jason has me on payroll so his three-year-old daughter can get all the hot toys ahead of schedule. I'm visiting from the North Pole so I can read the disclosures. We don't want to irritate regulators now. Securities and investment advisory services offered through FSC Securities Corporation. FSC member, FINRA SIPC. FSC is separately owned in other entities and or marketing names. For services referenced to our independent of FSC, Jason Fuchs, Amber Fuchs, and Sage Path Financial Advisors are unaffiliated. Ho, ho, ho.